If you're enjoying the podcast and you want to support the show, buy some of my books. I have a bunch of them, and most of them are free with Kindle Unlimited. Don't have Kindle Unlimited? No problem. They're all priced pretty cheap. Go to maniacontheloose.com slash books. If you like scary stories, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Maniac on the Loose Scary Stories Podcast. (laughs) Sit back and relax. Keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times and enjoy the ride. The lunatic is everywhere. An extremely dangerous patient has escaped from the Dawson Springs Asylum for the criminally insane. The radio announcer's statement sent shivers through my entire body. The asylum is just down the road from where I work. It's a menacing fortress of towering, unesthetic cinder blocks that overshadows the entire town. I hated being so close to that creepy place. To top it off, it was Halloween night. The town was bustling with costumed people. Any one of them could have been the psychopath shielding their identity from all of us and hiding in plain sight. Unfortunately for me, I was out and about in the town that evening. I work for a bakery. Once a month, I have to pick up a series of monthly orders from local restaurants. I can get up early that day and get the orders in before work, or if they're open, I can get it over with the night before. On this particular night, they were all open. Halloween is a big deal in our historic sleepy town. They have a gigantic festival every Halloween. They have costume contests, candy giveaways, haunted walking tours, haunted carriage rides, pub crawls, and many other things. The result is an extremely energetic and active community clogging the streets. I had six restaurants in town that I needed to get orders from. The first three went smoothly, but on my way to the fourth restaurant, I encountered a man dressed as a hobo clown on the street corner. He was holding an assortment of balloons and his eyes were fixed on me. Then he waved. He wasn't smiling. His mouth was turned upside down in a frown. Or maybe that was just an effect from his sad clown makeup. I wasn't sure. There were throngs of people moving past him in every direction, so why was he staring and waving at me? It was possible I knew him. I knew loads of people in town, but his makeup concealed his identity, so I couldn't be sure. It was also possible that he was the escaped mental patient, and he had honed in on me as his next victim. I hurried away in the opposite direction of the hobo clown, and bolted into the entrance of the fourth restaurant on my list. I must have looked a little flustered as the hostess asked me if I wanted some water. I explained that I was fine, got the order that I needed, and exited. 
I was almost to the fifth restaurant when I found myself frozen with fear. There was a hulking man standing in the middle of the sidewalk wearing a hockey mask. He was standing stock still and I swear he was glaring at me. People were passing by him and commenting on how authentic his costume was. But maybe this wasn't a costume at all. Maybe this was the escaped maniac from the asylum and he was simply wearing his everyday killing outfit. Yes, he was moving his attention to many different people and seemed willing to allow numerous folks to stop and take pictures with him, but every once in a while, he'd look my way and I'd break out in goosebumps. I feared this was the crazy escapee and that he wanted to chop me into little bits. Even if it was faster to get to the next restaurant on my list if I passed by the deranged, hockey-mask-wearing sociopath, I turned around and went the long way. I felt safe once I entered the fifth restaurant, and everything went as expected, so I made my way for the sixth and final restaurant on my list. The crowd in the town was now at its peak. As I moved through the swarming sidewalks, several people were brushing against me. Any one of them could have been the dangerous loony. It was too loud for anyone to notice, but every single time someone touched me, I let out a tiny squeal of terror. I found myself dashing through the crowd, sidestepping every potential lunatic along the way. I wouldn't be safe until I got to my sixth and final stop. It seemed like forever, but I finally reached the entrance to the restaurant. Just before I stepped inside to safety, I took a quick scan around at the prospective wackos in my midst. There was one that stood out. He was dressed as an escaped convict in black and white stripes. He was looking in my direction, and it dawned on me that he may just be wearing his normal mental hospital garb. On any other day, he'd stand out like a sore thumb, but on Halloween night, this escaped psycho was simply blending in with everyone else. I hurried into the restaurant and took care of business. When I exited the restaurant, I was relieved that the convict-attired mental patient was no longer in sight. I let out a few deep breaths and started for my vehicle, which was parked a few blocks away. Our movie theater in the middle of town is quite the sight. They still have their mammoth marquee from the 1950s lit up every night in its full glory. I was passing by the ticket booth out front when I saw him. It was the man in the convict costume, which I was pretty sure wasn't a costume at all. He was walking right toward me and I panicked. I suppressed a scream as I spun around and began to flee, but then I came to an abrupt halt. Walking toward me in the other direction was a tall, feminine figure dressed in a tight black cat suit and donning a fierce, snarling cat mask. The Catwoman was strutting as she walked and was moving in my direction at an increasingly deliberate pace. It was then that I realized I never heard the radio announcer say whether the escaped maniacal person was a man or a woman. I felt myself quivering in fear. I wasn't sure which way to go, but I finally realized I had another option. 
I stepped up to the lone standing exterior ticket booth and quickly purchased a ticket to the movie before racing into the front door of the theater. As the theater usher took my ticket, he noticed that I kept looking over my shoulder out the lobby door at the people on the street. Are you okay, ma'am? I nodded. Yes, I'm just a little bit frightened. The usher flashed me a reassuring smile as he spoke. Well, you'll be safe inside here. I entered the movie theater and plopped down in one of the middle row seats. It appeared that I arrived in the middle of the movie. I couldn't be sure how many other people were in the theater. It was too dark to tell, but there weren't many, probably five or six. They were playing some gory slasher flick. Not my cup of tea, to say the least, but I didn't care. I just wanted to sit in a safe place for a little while. I was disappointed when the movie ended and the theater lights came on. I felt comforted while sitting there amongst the other people. I wanted to feel that peace a little longer, but that was out of my control. When I stood up to leave, I noticed something strange. Nobody else was getting up. There were two people a few rows in front of me, three people scattered in various rows behind me, and a couple in the back of the theater in a side row. They all remained seated. I turned back around and looked at the white screen in front of me. The movie and credits were over, so what were they all looking at? As I stepped out of my row into the aisle and began moving up the ramp toward the theater doors, I looked closely at one of the people in the closest row behind me. It was a man in his late fifties, balding. His eyes were wide opened as he stared forward, but his eyes were unusually still, almost lifeless. That's when I noticed the blood streaming down the man's throat. He was dead. He had been murdered. I quickly scanned around at the other people in the theater. They too were covered in blood. Some had lifeless open eyes, others had closed eyes, some were slumped over in their seats while some were still sitting upright. But they were all dead. There was no mistaking that. I screamed and ran toward the theater exit. Apparently the usher heard my anguished cry and met me at the door. He held me by the upper arms and tried to calm me down while he attempted to ascertain what was going on. Are you okay, lady? What's wrong? What's wrong? I was sobbing as I pointed around at the dead patrons in the theater. They're dead. They're all dead. The usher nodded at me. Yes, I know. I killed them. My mind was slow to process what was being said to me, but the usher continued. After escaping from the asylum, I couldn't risk being seen in the streets, so I came here. I killed the usher and took his clothes. I didn't like the way the moviegoers were looking at me, so I killed them too. His eyes widened and he tilted his head to the side as he inspected my expression. They were looking at me the same way you are. The escaped lunatic had a firm grasp on my arms. I was at his mercy. Stop looking at me like that! As he moved his hands from my arms to my throat and began squeezing, I found myself wishing that I was out on the streets amongst the crowd of townspeople where I would be safe.
hope you enjoyed the show. We're dying for you to come back for more. <laughs> Visit ManiacOnTheLoose.com Sign up for our newsletter and I'll give you some free stuff. We'll see you soon. Very soon. Most of my books are now available as audiobooks. Go to maniacontheloose.com slash audiobooks. If you like what you're hearing, please consider contributing. Any amount helps. Recurring monthly contributions are best of all. Just go to maniacontheloose.com slash support. That's maniacontheloose.com slash support. (laughs) 